0: episode of Embracing the Plan podcast. We are your hosts, Mary-Kate and Matthew, and today is January 28th, and it is the feast of one of my favorite saints, St. Thomas Aquinas. And so we thought we'd take this opportunity to discuss a little bit about Aquinas and also discuss a little bit about ourselves and things we've kind of started doing lately that are kind of new for us, but kind of in a way not um and so today's just kind of theme is just um the importance of being a lifetime learner so um a little bit about thomas aquinas if you don't know um he is considered one of the doctors of the catholic church and is the um patron saint of academics students um universities scholars theologians philosophers. Um, He had some incredible writings um, in his day that just really made a big mark on the church and have kind of stood the test of time. Um, One of the reasons I like Thomas Aquinas so much is that I actually attended um, Aquinas College for my master's and I was able at the beginning of the program and um, my master's was in teaching. At the beginning of the program we spent first semester, really learning about St. Thomas Aquinas and St. Dominic. And, um, so many just, such deep thinking has to take place when you're discussing Aquinas and you're discussing, um, some of his writings. And it's, I thought I would take a more theological route with this podcast, but I'm I'm not going to do that. I'm going to try and keep it light. Um, but If you are ever wanting to know more about Aquinas, um, I would highly suggest his book, or well, it's Paul Murray's book, Praying with Confidence, and it's Aquinas' thoughts on the Lord's Prayer, so the Our Father. It's a book I've read multiple times. I always find value in it in a different way every time I read it. Um, But with Aquinas being the patron saint of students and academics, um, we wanted to talk about just the importance of being a lifetime learner. And for us, lately, that has turned into turning off the TV, turning off the distractions, and whenever we have downtime, um, we have a book on our hands. And that is, I think, really different for me. I don't think so much for Matthew. He's always kind of been what you would call a bookworm. Um, but yeah, he's kind of pulled yeah, me into it's, it. Yeah, but
1: it's a lot different because... Even growing up, the books I read were not productive, if that makes sense. Um, What I would usually have read uh, a long time ago would have been fiction and science fiction. And not to say that those things can't be insightful and you can't pull things from those stories, because you can. But when you talk about being a lifetime learner, I think there's definitely an element of practicality to the um, to the information that you're taking in and being able to actually use what you are reading or what you are learning as opposed to taking more the conceptual route of those fictional stories and then trying to apply it to your life.
0: Yeah, so we were just kind of commenting on the fact that, you know, I would much rather find a quiet space and pick up a book and learn about something rather than just pick up my phone, Google it, and read a a two-minute blurb about whatever and feel like I know what I'm talking about. We were talking about the fact that most of what we're reading right now, um, I tend to read one book at a time, that's how I roll, but I think Matthew's got about four or five going right now. We're talking about we're all over the place in our topics and I think that's really cool and I think it's really important. We're not, you know, I haven't chosen a topic and put on horse blinders and that's the only books I'm going to read. I went from a book about apologetics and raising your children as Christians in this world and to seek out, you know, truth with capital T and teaching them how to do that to a book of historical fiction about um president's grant president grant's brides for indian progr- for indians program like all over the place um and i know matthew's all into the personal finance mm-hmm. books and i just offered my copy of the christian idea to, of man for him to read to kind of just change it up a little bit
1: um and i think before we go too deep into maybe what we're reading and what we're taking in and you know, the last six to eight months or so, I think it would be worth mentioning that, um, you know, we're both K to 12, four years of college and mostly, uh, a graduate program. So there's been a good level of, of learning and, um, specialization to a certain extent. And, you know, we both finished our graduate programs, you know, um, two, three plus years ago. And I think it's definitely fair to say that once we both finished, um, there was a period of time where learning was put on the back burner or not really thought about. So I think it'd be worth um, at least kind of exploring that as well because it's really easy to get into a routine that doesn't involve that.
0: Yeah, and I think we had kind of gotten into a routine out of once we had finished school of we were learning how to um, maintain a house, how to care for young children. You were, we were learning other things that didn't really give us the time to, like, come up with something we wanted to know more about and sit down and, and read a book about it. And I'm sure people are going, well, you've got three small kids how do you have time for this anyways? And honestly, I don't know. I don't know why. And and I will say like it, there are afternoons where I'm, you know, I've got a couple hours to myself and I could do something productive or I could dive back into my book and see what's happening or learn about whatever it is I'm reading about. Um, and so I think we've reached a point in our lives where we feel kind of confident with the new things we've taken on in the last five years in terms of being homeowners and being parents and we, we kind of I feel like have an idea of what we're doing I'm not saying we're experts in any way but it's not super fresh and new and so I feel like if I do have downtime I'm not scouring my what to expect when you're expecting book or um, you know how do we fix this or that like we have this downtime now that we can kind of use to explore things that interest us beyond things we have
1: to know about. Yeah, I think that's true. Thinking back, because as I was doing my graduate degree, which I actually haven't have fin- haven't finished, <laughs> um, you have one class. I, I'm missing one class, like, one and I'm class. probably and I'm one probably not going to do it. I, I don't see. Um, I don't see the benefit in, in the cost of going through that and, and getting, finishing that degree because I don't need it. Um, because I was, while doing that graduate program, I was studying and eventually passed the CPA exam. So to your point there, yeah, there, there was a lot on the table. Um, and, and most of my learning was very specific to accounting at that point. Um, and then shortly thereafter, as you were doing your program, um, you know we obviously had Derek, and and you took a short break, and then um, you finished it right before we had the twins. So there is there was a lot going on um, while we were both in the midst of um, those programs, and it's been. Like I said, it's been about two years since, um, you know that that yearning to to continue our our education, our learning, um, really actually took hold again after those programs.
0: Yeah. So, being um, raised in a, a Christian Catholic education in um, private schools, you know we to this day, really value our education. We value the sacrifice our parents made so that we could have that education. Um, but we were taught the importance of just being a lifetime learner and never feeling like you figured it all out. Um, and I think as adults now, it's almost more like how can we broaden our range of knowledge? You no, know, I see stuff every day and I'm like, man, I, I want to know more about that. I want to know, what's why they do that this way or whatever and like you know I'm really interested with this whole stock market thing going on like I don't feel like I know anything about that and every time I hear them talking about it on the news I'm just like okay something with like an old place that I think is near Target it's like a game store I don't even know if people still shop there anymore but like apparently there's no significance to that at all it has nothing to do with that particular store I don't know but now I'm kind of like okay I, I want to know more about this I want to feel like I can have an educated conversation with someone about this, even if I know I'm not the expert. I'm not trying to be the expert. I'm just trying to like not sit here and feel completely puzzled by the conversation.
1: And I think that's really the thing is you're never going to be the master of a lot of things. Um, Nowadays, it seems like the world is driving us towards – specialize 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 and you kind of lose the exposure to that wide um, spectrum of topics because you're trying to get as good as you possibly can at this one particular thing um, and from a career perspective that might be very helpful Um, depending on, you know, what, what your profession and what your career is. But I think what we're talking about is really more on the side of a jack of all trades, but a master of none, right? Right. Where you get exposure and you know enough that you can talk about it. Or as, as some people would say, you know, enough, just, you know, just enough to be dangerous. Right. Um, and, and, always trying to be to better yourself across a range of topics as opposed to trying to be the best at one
0: well and I think that kind of ties into what I was saying about I don't just want to be someone who sees something and goes oh let me pick up my phone real quick and google it I want I to me something about having a physical book in your hand having a you know and a huge part of our education when we especially got to high school, was when you read, you annotate, you you comment in the margins, you you underline, you make notes, whatever. I still do that to this day um, because that's how I read. That was just something we had to do so much. That's part of how I read nowadays. Um, So I find value in sitting down, taking the time to actually you know put your focus on this. Because even if you're Googling something just to know more, your focus is not on that. It's a quick... 30-second, type in some letters, read the first thing that comes up, and then you're back doing whatever it is you were doing in the beginning. But to actually have a physical book in front of you and to really put your focus in that. And it. I, just now I just thought of um, back when I had my personal social media pages um, and we were, you know, our new house has these this row of fruit trees in the back. And we knew they were kind of in bad shape, but we really didn't know – exactly what we needed to do and so um, I went and grabbed off of our bookshelves um, this like fruit and vegetable gardening book that Matthew had read like a year and a half before and we had just held on to it um, in preparation for you know growing our own stuff and he was he's been on that for a few years now Um, and I went and I, I sat there and I flipped through it and I looked up every you know fruit tree that I thought we had in the back and how they needed to be trimmed and what shape they needed to be in and all these different things. And when I finally, you know, loaded up all my tools one day to go out and start doing all that, I took the book out there with me and I had done like an Instagram story or something and the book was part of it. And I was, you know, showing like, this is how it says the, like how you trim this type of tree and blah, blah, blah. And I showed that book and someone, I can't remember who it was, but someone commented back and they were like, I love that you have an actual book that you're learning this from and you're not sitting there with your phone, like on YouTube, watching a video of how to trim an apple, apple tree. Like, no, you you sat there and you've highlighted and like, to me, that's important. I think it's, there's more value in that.
1: I, I don't think there's more value in it. Um, I think it's more accessible because there's, especially where I think we want to be in the kind of area we want to be um, not to say that internet and, and you know data service isn't available, but I think that having a written printed book is the best way to learn. If you're talking about just trying to um, trying to replicate something, then YouTube is fine. But if you're talking about trying to, um develop and and learn how to do something then youtube you're going to do it and chances are next year you're going to have to look it up again
0: I mean that's what I'm talking I'm talking about learning across the board I think most people don't go to their phones to look at an article they'd rather go to their phones to hear a news story and click on a video and just listen real quick to what's being said or You know, if there's a historical topic, instead of reading an article or reading a book, you'd rather just watch the five minute YouTube video that gives you the rundown of the rundown of whatever exactly happened. And I felt like I learned that firsthand um, when I was doing my student teaching. You know, no kid wants to sit and read the textbook. They want you to play the, you know, clip for the day because it seems like every kid feels like every social studies class has to have a, a video clip or whatever they just want to watch that and so I I want our kids to seek out what their interests are and then have their little libraries of of their interests and you know those books be special to them and important to them
1: well for me the printed book thing is more about an attention thing um when you're watching something, it's too easy to get distracted um, and not really hear or not even listen to what you're actually trying to to get from a video, whereas when you've got a printed book in front of you, um, you're reading and, and you're looking right at the words and you can read it over and over and over and over again. <laughs> Without, um, you know, without having to spend too much effort, um, when you're watching a video, you'll find you're constantly having to back it up 10 seconds and back it up 15 seconds. And it's kind of like that uh, that commercial that you hate with the guy in the ironing board and he's watching the video and the dude dies and he's like, oh, wait, can you can you rewind that?
0: Yeah, because it plays I mean, that's a totally different discussion for another day, but just our need, like as a society, to feel like we always have to be multitasking and in turn we have destroyed our short short term memory. But I think that's um, my point
1: is when when you're watching a video or even like an audiobook, when you're listening to something, it's too easy to try to do something else while you're also listening or watching and rationalize to yourself, Oh yeah, I, I got that. Versus when you have a book and you're staring at the words, then it's a lot more easy to focus and to get those words.
0: Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's easy to be more intentional. That's my point. So, um, one of Aquinas' quotes, which I really love, is, Beware the man of a single book and I love that and I <laughs> like we just said we're reading multiple books right now I mean I just started a new one I don't know if I'm sticking with it but um, you know always have you know all kinds of topics lying around that you can on a rainy day pick up and just say hey today I'm just gonna give this one a go and, and see what I learn
1: Um. I think Even more important than you know having a variety of topics, Um, you touched on it earlier. But how do you get consistent, and how do you make time during the day to make sure that um, you know you are giving yourself that that opportunity to learn? Whether that's through books, whether that's through you know a webinar or some sort of class, and um what I've started doing over the last few weeks is um, you, you've probably seen it, but uh, I literally have it written down that I'm going to do at least two things um, as it pertains to particularly reading. One is I'm going to read the Bible for 30 minutes every single day and the other is I'm going to read some other book for 30 minutes every single day and um, Whether that's getting up early, whether that's staying up late, it's a lot easier now that, um, for the most part, I'm working exclusively from home, so whether that's at lunchtime, um, I, I just, before the day is over, I make sure that I've spent at least one hour, um, just hyper-focused on what I'm doing in terms of trying to broaden my mind and, and trying to better myself in that way.
0: I think for me, I really, it's, it depends on the book I'm reading as to how I, um, kind of discipline myself to find that, that quiet time and that intentional time to actually read. Um, when I was reading, I recently read um, Mama Bear Apologetics, and that was deep content, and if you weren't hundred 110% focused, you were wasting your time. And so there are a couple times where I would get a couple pages into a chapter and then just put it down and be like, nope, I'm going to back up those two pages, put that bookmark back where it was, and I'm going to come back when I can actually sit here and really process this information and, and really think about it and really find the value in it and how can I apply this to our lives but then with the book I just finished that was more historical fiction and the characters and I was so into it it was like that's my little tv show and so I would reward myself you know throughout the day with hey I'm gonna go read a chapter and that was like for me that's like watching an episode of show because I don't really do that like I have one tv show that I like and it only comes on at one time during the year and I don't know I just I'm not really at this point in life with three kids, there's always something to do. I don't feel like sitting down and and watching two or three episodes of something at a time is something I ever get the chance to do. Um, so when it's like a character driven, you know, fiction, whatever, that's like my show and I reward myself with it. Um, but I mean, another, of. uh, of Thomas Aquinas' quotes that we thought was really good for today was wonder is the desire of knowledge and I think when you value being a lifetime learner whenever you're wondering about something like that's important you need to don't just blow it off as oh well that's cool but I've never even heard of that so it's not for me or whatever you know like it's okay to wonder and, and you should wonder and you should fill your head with all kind of knowledge and Um, it makes me think of one time we were on vacation and we were playing a trivia game with some of Matthew's cousins and like I didn't know at the time how good I was at trivia but I've always been someone who's just kind of like stored away random facts and stuff and so I just kept getting all these answers right and you were just like what are you talking about and
1: well that was different that was mainly like cultural with a mix of historical um, in there the, the
0: historical was a huge thing because that i mean history is and my thing and so it was all these things that like i've read about and you know i might not know the, the finer details but like i could tell you what it was and i was so proud of myself because i had never really played trivia before like that and i didn't know that i was going to be able to answer that many questions I but just just I picking just say... up on little things and then those things that really interest you don't be scared to like put some time out of your day to really dive deeper into those
1: i would just say whatever you're looking to learn more about make sure it's practical um and and something that you can use or you can implement in some way shape or form in your life um just for it's just fiction though it's okay to just have something you enjoy
0: too I mean, well, yeah, I, I totally agree, yeah but... but
1: if you're reading a fiction book, then the primary objective there is not necessarily learning. It's, it's entertainment, and you can get things from that book, principles and lessons. I'm not saying that. Um, but the only other thing I'd, I'd like to point out, and you, you mentioned it earlier, um, where I'm reading a, a few different books at a time. And I, I'm doing that for a couple reasons. One is um, it's easy when you're trying to get too much information on a single topic to get bored with that topic. Um, So having a variety of different things going on at the same time, it can kind of keep your brain and your mind on on its toes and it it can help you focus. Um, So... I've got three different books that that I'm reading that are all on drastically different topics. Um, And, you know, every couple days I'll swap books. Um, And, you know, one might be personal finance related and the other might be um, homestead or farming related. And another one might be purely self-improvement. But it gives your mind... Uh, a few days or, you know, a week to kind of digest what you were actually reading Um, rather than trying to compound um, 200, 250 pages of, you know, one topic, of one piece of material. It gives you the opportunity to really take that in and try to implement that in your life before you get too far down the road. Um, Just as an example, one book, that I'm reading is, um, seven habits of highly effective people. And the, each habit kind of builds on itself. So if I were to just read habit one, habit two, habit three, habit four, habit five, six, and seven, then by the time I finish the story, there's really no application there. So I'm trying to kind of spread that out to where I can read through all of habit one and I can work on implementing that myself and then I'll go through habit two and again I can work on implementing that and that's going to give me a little bit longer lasting um knowledge and a learning curve to to kind of take that in and apply it
0: I think it's interesting and I don't know if it's a personality thing but hearing you kind of explain all that out like I'm the exact opposite if there's something I want to know about or, or read more about, like I want to know it all. I want to read it all right then and there. I don't want anything to distract me from said topic. Like I've been doing a lot of research and reading and learning about like situational awareness and how that applies across all lifestyles, all people, whatever. Like I want to know everything I can about it. Um
1: in my mind, that's almost. And I and I,
0: I want to like I want to commit to what you're saying because I want to try it out because I'd, like well, hearing you explain it it's it makes a whole lot of sense. It it, it
1: depends. But... It depends on the type of book or the type of material that you're that you're taking in. Um, but I think there's definitely, um, whether you can call it a fatigue or, um, the tendency of your mind to just kind of drift when you start reading one thing or you start learning one thing and you just get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper that at some point you kind of have to pull yourself out and maybe this is just where you stop reading (laughs) you know you you finish this chapter or, or whatever and you just don't you just don't read it until the next day or a couple days um but i think there's definitely a benefit in trying to apply what you're learning as you go as opposed to going through the entire thing and then almost having to go back and say, okay, what was the first step? I remember the last step, but what was the first step?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm sure there's people that would... Agree with you. People that would agree with me, it's just kind of. I think it might be a kind of a personality this thing. Is but coming, this I think is coming. This is coming from you. It's definitely something I want to try because, like, the book I picked up the other day to start. I mean, it's okay, but I'm not that far into it, so I guess I can't say much yet. But I'm already kind of thinking like, maybe I should have grabbed something else.
1: And again, it completely depends on the on the topic because if it's something that um, you know you've heard is, if it's just a really good book that pertains to a certain topic. Um, you know, you can attest to this. I think twice over the Christmas break, I read two books in the span of one day. Like, yeah, Um, he
0: read like Christmas presents by like the 26th.
1: So (laughs) sometimes you do 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 just get sucked in, but usually those are topics or those are things that it's okay if you don't remember the, the main ideas, um, because it's not something you're necessarily going to be applying on a frequent basis it's more of a it's more of a knowledge base it's not an application um and and maybe that's the distinction is when you're talking about a knowledge thing that's that's um you know one part of the brain works one way versus if you're talking about an application um sort of sort of activity then then maybe it's better to work another way
0: yeah i think as long as you're reading you're doing good you know, we've kind of abandoned that, I feel like, in society. It's just easier to do other things. Um, but really just taking the time to shut out all the distractions and really just have your focus be on one thing is important. And no matter what it is, if you're doing that, you're doing good. Um, so do you have any final thoughts? Or
1: I just think that... Learning, in and of itself, it can't stop. Um, when learning stops, that, that implies that you can't possibly be any smarter. Um, and we know that's not true. Um, there's always going to be something that you don't know, whether that's a different topic, whether that's, you know, updates to something. I'm, I'm an accountant, Um, or I have an accounting degree, I'm a CPA, accounting guidance and accounting standards change every single year. So there, there's literally no possible way that I can be a master of every aspect of accounting. It's not possible. Um, so there's always going to be the ability and the opportunity to, learn whether that's something new or whether that's a specialization but I would just take that a step further and say that I would encourage everyone to try to broaden your knowledge base um, and don't just choose a random topic of you know the weather somewhere that you don't care about um, but you use it to better yourself whether that's um, to kind of help you along the way to your goals, whether that's to make things easier on yourself right now. But always always strive to, to be better as a person and to take those things in that you're learning, whether that's through books, whether that's through... Um, experiences with friends or family members um there there are so many different ways to learn about things that to uh, to think that we ever need to not stop seeking that knowledge is is just not the right way to look at things
0: yeah i agree i think there's you know i think committing to being a lifetime learner and and finding value and importance in that is is huge um so, that's just a little snippet of how we've, you know, committed to being lifetime learners and, and, you know, valuing reading and valuing taking that time to just kind of fill our brains with something we might not have known anything about or had little knowledge on and want to know more about. Um, so, you know, be a lifetime learner. Um, start today by, you know, picking up a book about St. Thomas Aquinas. And
1: Get up at 5.30 and... <laughs> read for half an hour yeah I know. That's, a,
0: that's a commitment but yeah so that is um what we want to talk about today and just you know in celebrating the feast of saint thomas aquinas and, and all that he stands for and his you know wonderful works that you can go and read um so um that's all for today catch us back next week with another episode um and until then just keep the faith and embra- embrace the plan